With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Hey, Patrick Roycey, what's on your mind with all of these sports going on? Well, uh, seven days ago here in the sports capital of America... I believe our Wild had a 1-0 lead, did they not? That's they did. That next, uh, last Monday. As we did the show last. They have a 1-0 lead. <laughs> and they look, look dominant. Yep. And the Fighting Twins were uh, heading off to Pittsburgh. Uh, right, heading off to Pittsburgh. No, they were opening up a two-game series against Pittsburgh at Target Field, uh, and then they were going to Field. Pittsburgh. And they were uh, they were a robust 6-1, uh, and one, I believe, and then ended up... Uh, Ten and seven and one, maybe. Were they seven and no, one? No, they had lost a couple. They had lost one in and Chicago two. and one anyway, against Cleveland. Anyway, They're very good, though. Anyway, we, we were worried about their rotation for the uh, ALCS. Yes. right. Uh, were they going to be able to hold up against the Yankees in the ALCS? That was our number one concern, right? Yes. And then uh, the loons were just steamrolling everybody. The bubble didn't know what hit them. The, no, the but no, they didn't. The, the loons were, you know, we were reading his stories about this fancy new San Jose defense that they'd set up, and they were rolling over everybody, and we beat them like fourteen to two or something like that. It was a it was a slaughter. Yep, and and nobody was giving us any respect, and we still were kicking their ass, right? Yes. And then uh, we had the, uh, who we missing? The Lynx were going great the guns. The Lynx, uh, who needed Simone Augustus? We didn't need Simone Augustus. And uh, the Gophers, days ahead of, uh, before P.J. Fleck would tell us, as far as he knows, there's no coronavirus cases. I haven't really checked, but according to my, you know, as far as I know, and we were going to the Rose Bowl, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, I think you've got them all now. I, I think things have changed in a week. <laughs> sports world changes. You know what? The thing about sports is you never know. Way back in the 1986, 85 World Series. Yep. Uh, that was uh, Kansas City, right? Yes. And, Cardinals, yes. And the Cardinals won the World Series, except. Don Denkinger called the guy who was out by three steps safe. Yep. The Royals rallied to win. And the next day, Joaquin Andahar started and they got in a big 
screaming match with uh, he got thrown out and Whitey got thrown out in the first inning, right? Mm-hmm. And when Whitey told Dan Kinger, yeah, what difference does it make? He already bleeped us, you know, in the first inning. He got thrown out. And, and Joaquin's great quote after that game was, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but he ran it all together. You never know. That's sports. Yes. I've always quoted you. You never know. A week ago. Hey, it was all turned around here in Minnesota. Uh, the Wild uh, were, uh, you know, could they, could this be the year they made it to the Cup again, you know? In, yeah. Oh, in the, look in, in that first game, In Pat. the bubble, in the bubble, and uh, Twins were, you know, there was no concerns, really, even though, uh, by by then, Josh was already hurt, though, right? Wasn't Josh yes. already hurt by then? He got hurt against Cleveland. He already snapped. Yep. When did you write... See, one nice thing about Judd is, with all his hysteria, he's occasionally right. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote about Donaldson's calf, history of calf injuries immediately when our boys were trying to underplay it, as they always do. He's not going to play Who this. tipped you off for that calf injury, too, there, Judd Zolgad? You did. Yeah. Seven times in, in what? In two years. Three years. Yeah. Two yeah. years, yeah. He's not going to play this year. You know that, don't you? Oh, there's a very never, good chance. Yeah. Never, never he's not playing for a month. No. He's, he's not going to play for a month. He's gonna it's going to be a month at least. He's going to have to have experimental calf implant surgery. Which Where do you go for that, Pat? <laughs> I don't know. But, who's the, uh, who's the experimental know, calf occasionally guy? You get, uh, occasionally you get, occasionally they they replace muscles. And, uh, experimental and, calf And, uh, you know, they're going to have that. Sometimes hysteria pays off, Patrick. Yes, it does. And uh, I mentioned this earlier today to Reavers, but I got to repeat it. Last year, the boys sell, signed Nelson Cruz, and it couldn't have worked out better. He's still their best, most effective player. Mm-hmm. Well, we're discovering there's a reason that uh, 33, 4, 40-year-old guys don't get contracts, right, mm-hmm. anymore? Yeah. Homer Bailey. One start, Rich Hill. One start. Yep. And uh, Josh Donaldson, five games, six games. How many play? A week, basically. A week. A week. Friday to Friday. So uh, he went out on Friday. You know, now Maeda looks like you know that a sixty-game season might be right. perfect for him. <laughs> Although we got to give him an extra day. Do you see that? We're giving him an extra day. You know, with the the long grind of a 60-game season. Rocco did not gonna... like my call for urgency in a 60-game season, did he? Rocco's no. like, screw you. I'm going to do exactly what do I do in a 162. He is ha- handling right now yes. like it's April. It's a scheduled day off for Nelson Cruz. They're only playing 60. Mm-hmm. Nelson's fine. But there are other issues here. Eddie Rosario stinks. Sano is helpless. You know, he's now at, at over 50%. I believe he's got 23 strikeouts and 45 at-bats. You are correct. I think that's I what that it up. is. I, he was, you are right. I tweeted it out when he reached the magic 50% mark with his first strikeout yesterday, but then he took called strike three. I was I didn't see the he, pitch, but I was on the I listened to it on the radio. Yeah, he shouldn't have taken that pitch. And apparently Eddie made uh, one of the uh, classic stupid plays of all time, trying to throw a guy out at third. Rocco, Rocco took a jet. Even he never does that. it. He, he mentioned, mentioned it in the post game. He said exactly that because there was a double. Then the first inning play, Hunter Dozier follows with a double play ball. Rocco said we end. threw it a third instead of set. Rocco never does that. No, no. Well, Eddie. Eddie and Barrios have the same problem. They haven't gotten paid yet. 
and they're both minds. Their minds are Eddie's mind. Is that what Brios is? You think? I don't know. I, I, I think he's been nervous about not getting paid since middle of last season. Okay. Either that, else it's just August. That's what, Phil, that's what Phil said. He can't pitch in August, whether you haven't played any games yet or whether you've already made 20 starts, right? He can't pitch in August. His contract, his next de- deal should say no starts in the month of August. <laughs> no starts in August. Special clause. He wasn't, you know, I, I don't know, go after somebody. He just, he, you know, he's he's a, uh, you know, he's a gibby with much better stuff. Who's but he won't go after anybody. I wish I could say you're crazy, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. I know. I go know. after him. He's yeah. he's mentally fragile. Yes, he is. He is. Which so. I didn't think he would be. How's Gibby pitched? I haven't noticed. Uh, the ERA. I, I looked at it. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I I saw him pitch in an exhibition game that they played, and he got just absolutely tattooed. But he's pitched okay. But you know who their ace? Their ace? What the hell? Their ace. He's the ace of the American League, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is bigger he, than you and me combined. Yeah. ERA, I mean, he's gotten fatter than fat. ERA of 0-4-5, I believe. Yeah. And his hits for innings is about, you know, he, the, the batting average against is about 150. It's unbelievable. It is. But he's huge. Have, have you seen him? He's, no. enor- he's enormous. He just, he just said the hell with it. He Got basically fat, looks huh? like he ate he us. Really? Yes. And nobody he just gave, let himself go. We wanted to get him in shape, right? Yes. And that might have been his problem. Just wow. screw well, this. Plus, for a 60-game season, he can probably huff and puff his way to the finish line. Right? He looks like, like he should be pitching for the White Sox in 1975, <laughs> smoking heaters and wearing those no, old well, red no, the no, old red pinstripes. No, the, uh, when was the Hoyt, uh, when was the fat team? 80 Luzinski, that team was three, yeah, 82-ish Luzinski. that won the 82, uh, 83 that yeah. won the West. I wrote a call. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wrote a call. That's what Luzinski wanted. Came over to the dugout and said, "Where's that Roos?" But I was upstairs in the press box. Uh, fortunately, before the game, but I wrote a column about you know the the fats. There we had the Black Sox scandal, and now we're gonna have the fat Sox. <laughs> Now we could have the Fat Sox scandal. They'd throw the World Series for a package of Cheetos or something. Oh. And because uh, they had Dewey, they had all those guys, right? <laughs> yes. They had about eight of them that just were bursting out of the unis. And they, uh, you know, that was uh, after I got out of treatment, I lost a little weight. So I wasn't, so I could be pompous about <laughs> so it. So you could make fun yeah, of I could make fun of other fat guys. And that didn't last too long. But uh, anyway. Yeah, it was a great column, the Fat Sox scandal. <laughs> but, you know, they were the, the bad part about that was they still read newspapers then. Yes. You know, early 80s. They now still you don't read have to worry about that ah, ever. Hell, you, could, you could libel the Chicago White Sox up and down <laughs> in the Minneapolis paper. It's not on ESPN. Yep. Or, uh, we used to be dead spin now. Nobody cares about that. But, uh, you know, some of the other, as long as the national guy doesn't so take Lusinski a shot. So was looking for you? Yeah, he came over. And did, I can't remember who was down there. One of the, couple of the player, uh, one of the Chicago writers was down there. And then in the, in the, Dug out, and then a couple of the Twins writers. I was writing an early column, and they came out. Hey, where's that Roos Lazinski? <laughs> I don't remember that story of Fat Sox. Oh, yeah. That's damn good. Oh, yeah. But Lance Lynn, perfect on that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dewey Hoyt. All those Wilbur, Wilbur was gone by then. He yes. was gone by then. But uh, Lamar Hoyt was definitely there. Lazinski yeah. was there. Lamar Hoyt won the – didn't he win the Cy Young? 
I think he did. I think he did. And started the All-Star game here in 85. Yeah, well, 83... 83 was the year they won it, right? And went to the, got beaten in the LCS by Baltimore, which then won World that Series. That sounds right, right, yeah. And the next year, they were going to be win 100 games. And they came in here and early in the season. And Timmy Tuffle hit a ball kind of in front of the, Harold was playing right field, still yep. playing right field. Yep. Hit a ball in front of Harold. Harold let it hop over his head. Inside the park home run that the Twins pulled some game out of their rear end. It was just a play it for a single. And I think this scored like a, I'd have to look it up, a three-run inside the park home run. They, out of nowhere, the lousy Twins beat them. And uh, they went in a tank. <laughs> and it's hard to isolate one yeah. baseball game, but they went in the tank. That was a sensitive bunch, though. LaRusso, I, I kept making of him about what a pompous ass he was and he he got a hold of me one day and I met him up in the stands before the game to have him really tell me what a fine man he was and oh I was making fun of you know what I cover <laughs> covering the playoffs and I made he always had these t-shirts for his his daughter's dance clubs and all these righteous kind of what a hip man he was that I made fun of his t-shirts or something that that he wore to the press conferences or so. And he read it and got offended? Yeah, he got well that I think he'd seen that I'd taken some other shots at his at at him. You're right. That never happens now. No You would never have to concern yourself with Rocco saying, Pat, can I talk to you? No, no, hell no. They don't care. They don't care. You know, you're 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 apt to get more trouble for something you say on Twitter than in the newspaper. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. College football. Ah, uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I, uh, what's what? They must be getting information that this is going to get worse, don't you think? They must be getting information that I'd there be curious. Is, what? Yeah, they I, must I don't know. be getting information that indeed, even though they told us all along that it was going to lessen in the summer. Yes. And then we were going to have the fall surge when the flu came. It was Trump, you told us that was going yeah, to No, other, it was kind of the, the medical, it was, I mean, Trump was number one. Right. But, but, but that was, everybody was going back to 1918 or 19, the Spanish flu, which died out in the summer and then came roaring back in the fall, right? And then it got worse. When it came back, it was worse. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I think they originally were telling us this is the, the fall is also the flu season, so you're going to get COVID meets flu, you know, regular flu. And now this this summer surge uh, makes you wonder if they know anything about this. But they must, somebody must be telling them it's, you know, it's ridiculous to think you're going to play football. In the, I think the in problem, the too, is I don't think that they can cancel all fall sports but football. I think that's part of the dilemma as well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that you could tell the rest of the teams to go home because I think you'd be sued, wouldn't you? You, you can't, oh, yeah, or but like but, you can't but say but we're going to play football thing, and you're and the rest of you go home. Now they're going to cancel all fall sports too, right? That's yes, exactly. And so they're not, they're not going to let you play. You know, they're not going to let you play volleyball or anything because right. it's you know this uh, and hockey's probably done too, by the way, because that starts in the fall. Yeah, but maybe, you know, I, I think basketball and what they're going to say is fall semester, right? 
I think so. I'm not most sure. Most of these but, schools. Yeah, that sounds right. But that'd uh, be my guess. Yeah, I mean they got to be getting information that we're not getting right about how bad it's going to get. Yeah, and they probably don't want to chance it, have a couple players get sick or die or something, because then then they get sued for sure. And yeah, the, the liability the liability of that would be. I, I don't think it's the liability would be large. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I don't think that's it. I think they just... Do you get the feeling, though, that they didn't really have a plan? Like, this doesn't seem like it's being orchestrated. It seems like well, chaos. And, and why does why does anybody think that we're going to be able to play 25 sports in the spring? Why, why does everybody think... Know. Why does everybody think we're going to have her all figured out by the spring. I suppose they're just trying to give them move the goal line. So do we yes. have any idea when the spring football season is? Zero. Are we going to have the traditional Rose Bowl played on July 4th? Or I have what are we no do? idea. By the way. And who's going to play? If you're, if you're draft eligible and think if you're the big offensive lineman the Vikings had from IMG, what's his name? The big tackle. Cleveland? No, from, from from when the Vikings? I mean the the, uh, the golfers? golfers, the golfers. Daniel, whatever. Oh, Fala- uh, yeah, he's, is he going to play? Why would he play when he's got a chance to get drafted? You oh, I you mean, those guys. Yeah, if no. you got a chance to get drafted, and even if they Trevor put, Lawrence ain't playing. No, he's mad. He wanted to play. No, this I know, year. but he's not going to play in the spring. No, no, they aren't going to play in the spring. None of them are going to play. And even if you move the draft and you said there's supposedly they'd have to get, I, I would have guessed the Players Association would be fine with moving it. But even if you, you move the draft back to July 1, the guys you're going to be playing are the guys trying to establish a career. And anything you win is going to be, you know, yeah, it's going to be phonier than winning the World Series in a 60-game season, right? Mm-hmm. But so, I, I'm just, I'm... I'm not surprised, but the lack of a coherent plan until now, when it seems like they're panicked, it would have been nice if they had been talking about this in April and May and saying, what are we going to do? One of their big problems is, beyond sports, they want to collect tuitions. Hmm? They want people to be on campus. And, you know, the dorms, as far as I know, I got a niece who's working at, you know, uh, uh, DA or whatever they call them at uh, the Dorm RA. RA. Resident you know, assistant. assistant. Yep. Killjoys. I think St. Thomas is open and it's a, still thinking they're going to open the dorms on August 18th. Uh, good luck controlling the spread of August that thing 18th. with college kids. No. Well, God. Yeah. What's. I mean. You what, think they ain't going to bars? Yeah. Well, bars, uh, parties. Uh, yeah. You know, yard parties. Uh, yeah, how, yeah. House party. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. You think they're going to stay in their dorm but rooms But that's all year? part of the reason they didn't want to say, well, we got to cancel sports, but we still want you to send your – we still want you to pay full freight and uh, send your sons and daughters to our school for uh, on-campus learning, mm-hmm. you know. Well-timed uh, departure for uh, D1 by our Tommy Stu, by the way. This is going to work out well. How is it going to work? <laughs> Jeez. Well – here, I got news for all sports. People, there's going to be so many people mm-hmm. with less money. Yes. So many companies yes. that are not going to be renting suites. Yes. It's, 
you know, the, the whole... This is what we're not talking about. The, the whole financial house of cards that has been constructed with ungodly high prices and new stadiums and everything, that's done. Do you do you think for one second that Glenn Taylor didn't look at exactly that and say, <laughs> I got to get rid of this thing? Uh, I mean, you're right. I would think it would certainly encourage him to do so. Yes. But, you know, the Wild, okay? They, they aren't a bad team, but attendance was suffering yeah. pre-pandemic. Do you really think on opening night, and, and I don't know if that's going to be in December, no, January? No, they might have a high draft choice is good, and they might have Kaprasov and the whole thing. Sure, but the price... But, and they, they'll sell it out opening night, but the family of four in Woodbury, where Dad got laid off, ain't buying tickets. Right. Yeah, or when Dad, you know, there's people who are back working at 60, 70, you know, taking cuts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... But That's, you're not going to go go buy the Caprasov no. jerseys for for your kids at one fifty a pop that you would have previously. No, um, you're not going to more than that. You're going to buy tickets. Yeah, my uh, brother-in-law was telling me. You know, he used to be in a season ticket thing at his work, and he he bailed out on that. But he went last year and took took his son and two of the kids. You know, he's got like a bunch of nephews. I mean, grandkids and. And I think he told me they they bought good seats, you know, they got good seats and he didn't he just kind of said, Yeah, give me those and then they parked and then they did everything. Thousand bucks by the time they were done. Because the, the tickets were like Are you serious? Well, I don't know if it was a thousand, but it was uh pushing it? I think the seats the seats he said were it was a premium game. It was a a premium, premium. one of their premium games. I love premium games. It was a premium game against the Blackhawks, like 180 a pop for the tickets or something. I love the premium games. Yeah, yeah. The premium games are throw darts, and we're going to call them premium games. Yeah, well, I mean, that that team looks good. It's a premium game. But you're you're right, and this is what I don't... How are teams, and in, in this town, the Gophers, too... How are they going to continue to sell suites and tickets? Yes, um, when it was already tough. Oh yeah, because before somebody, the pandemic it was tough. Yes, somebody was uh, somebody was losing. I would guess the team in the best shape is is uh, the soccer team because that crowd will you know unless a bunch of those guys got laid off too you know. I would guess soccer, and I would guess the Vikings are fine. I don't know but, about the Vikings, man. The Wolves, the Wild, the Gopher basketball program. Football was starting to make some headway, but I don't know that that keeps up as much as it previously was. No, uh, and you know the one thing this pandemic means: don't have to worry about PJ leaving for a better job, baby. There aren't going to be any better jobs. People are not. The whole financial profile has got to change. They can't. Colleges can't be. Fighting to pay football coaches four or five million dollars, can no. they? You can't. Well, so, probably a few, but not many. Steve Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. Did you see his contract yes. in Alabama? Yes. Two and a half million dollars for this drunk, yeah. <laughs> who got fired at uh, Southern Cal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what? Went to Bama. Went yeah. to the Falcons, and then Falcon, back to Bama. Yeah, oh, he went to the Falcons yeah. and screwed that team up. And now all of a sudden he's got the. Why did it? Why would Alabama? Feel obligated to pay an unemployed. I have no idea. You know, I have offensive no idea. corner. It's just that it's funny money. They throw it around. 
The whole idea of college football, we make this much, so we got to spend as much as we possibly can, is yeah. ridiculous. I got a lot of hell because I said the first $10 million that they have to cut over to you should come out of football. You could take $10 million. They got staffers. You know, they got five trainers and 25 coaches and overpaid guys and, uh, you know, and too many players for one thing. Why do you have why do you have 110 players, 115 players? I know you've got 85 scholarships. The NFL has 60, right? 65. Yes. Why do we need it? I know, you know, okay, 85 total, 60 scholarships. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, it, they're going to have to change things. They they can't spend money on well, they, this whole idea that uh, – uh, you know, that uh, football brings in the money, so football should spend anything it wants is ridiculous. And if they don't play football, how many other sports are possibly gone, too? And I'm not just talking here. I'm talking across the country. Yeah, in the... Um, the minor sports. The Gophers might be playing in all sports, have a serious rivalry with St. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, baseball. We have our fourth... T- three-game series of the season against St. Thomas. It used to be Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Or Southern Cal or something like that, that big West Coast trip. Now we got... Now it's... Now now, now we're playing the Tommy's at U.S. Bank Stadium. Now that turf field at Northwestern Bible School, I hope we can get out there and play a late, early March But, I mean, there's got to be some sports across college, colleges, that if if these conferences don't play football, that just get cut. I got a question about one sport. Wrestling. What are we going to do? With, like, I got to think. Social distancing does not work in wrestling, and it could be in trouble. Yeah, just from a financial standpoint. Yes, they are. You're they, right. They've already some been folded, and they've already they through the years they've taken a beating. But uh, we're uh, we we can't put a mask on a wrestler. No, I mean we we did in the old days, Doctor M and those guys like that. But <laughs> uh, but uh, you know it's. The the strenuous nature of that sport mm-hmm. does not is not conducive to wearing a mask when you're doing it. Rolling around sure. with another person, trying to pin you? No. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like the future of. Uh, come on, I'm very disappointed in the world's science medical scientists. The hell you waiting for? Let's go here. The vaccine. Come on, the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. They just okay. Where they it, they just that thing just petered out right it wasn't as strong as this little bugger, but you know come on it's 2020 we can give people new things we can do anything we haven't exactly thrived with this one no we, we haven't uh, exactly done a great job no, with this one but we've certainly collected a lot of money from the government and other people looking for a virus while we're picking we're picking winners as to who gets the money right yeah. And but we have no idea if they got better scientists than the, the other guy. But uh, you know, I can only recommend one thing, ladies and gentlemen: Diet Coke. Yeah, you've really eight nine a, a day. You've really found a cure for eight, a lot of problems. Eight nine a day. These okay, the virus got oh, no shot. Yeah, yeah. You, so you're saying that you're in outstanding health at seventy three because of Four, Diet Coke? Or, I'm 74. sorry, seventy four. Seventy four because of Diet Coke. Uh, yes, I the veins are so. the veins are the clean as can be. Right, the arteries. Just knock are, it out. The arteries it goes in there. And, psh, 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 
you know, there's a little clot. So in you there. found the true Drano. <laughs> yes, it's yes. not the stuff that Trump drinks. It's this stuff. No, you go in there and it's you know. It's you the roto rooter of. Uh, in fact, you can almost hear the fizzing inside you when you drink uh, enough of them. They kind of go. Blah, blah, blah. You should get endorsement deal with Diet Coke. Why does? Uh, why has uh, the medical profession hated Diet Coke? What do they got against Diet Coke? It's bad for your teeth. Cure this stuff. Bad for your teeth, maybe. Here, if we spend as much time worrying about the virus as we do stop making people stop drinking diet sodas. Now, does Diet Pepsi work as well, or is it just Diet Coke? I think it's just Diet Coke. Okay. Because Diet Pepsi is undrinkable. That's the that's the difference. This stuff is like the nectar of the guys. I have actually seen you drink a couple. <laughs> yes. It's not a lot. Probably a handful well, of Diet Well, at Pepsi's. Twins games. Yes. At Twins games, that's all we got is Diet Pepsi. Because the poll ads, of course, that was part of the empire at one time. By the way, the poll ad empire, certainly we like to talk about them being billionaires, and they, I'm sure they're doing still doing okay. But uh, you think United Properties is going to be worth as much as it was uh, when this thing's over? Hell no. Devel- all these developments downtown that are are going on that are going to be empty? No, I don't. I wonder if they're involved in that. Yeah, I you don't know. know. How about... Uh, yeah, How about the old Macy's building, the old Dayton's what, building? What's the plan now with that thing? Was going to be re- real, was going to be largely realty, real office space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. How how many companies too are not going to go back into offices when this is done, or at least they're going to well, downsize they're, they're their offices? Have, they're going to have to wait. You know, in a lot of ways, places they're going to have to wait for their leases to expire. Sure. But once their leases expire. Uh, good luck. But I mean, the, the Strib's got what, three floors of their building got now? three floors spent uh, extensively to remodel them. Okay. Uh, those three floors are beautiful. And there, and there have, has not been a full crew in that building in how long now? Since March? Uh, basically, the other day it was Rip, me, and I saw one other person in the newsroom, which holds 240. You guys might be big, but they don't need three floors for <laughs> No, you. they don't. No, the, our, our floor, that, that floor holds 240. But I got to think downtown business, you know, business retail space. Somebody told me, space uh, somebody be. gave me this stat whose nose. Uh, maybe it's a little higher now because it looked like kind of the ramp and there's a little more people, a few more people around. But uh, it was 10% of the workforce mm-hmm. was working in their offices downtown. Wow. 10%. Out, not the retail, but the... Right. The, but they're not all going back now. Oh, God, no. No. No, it's... Uh, but your your point about sports and selling suites and tickets to me... Mm-hmm. Once this, once we push through this, is going to be the yeah. most interesting thing, because there is no way. I mean, go for basketball. You really think if if they start in January or something like that, people are going to go back? At some point in time, the cash just is going to run out. Oh yeah, like the ability well, no, to buy no, those suites no, or yeah, buy those tickets I mean, just going to run out. You're, uh, by the way, at some point, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to be paying higher federal taxes as. Don't tell me. As that. they spend the trillions. Don't, don't tell me. As, they, as we're fighting now as to how many more trillions we can. Trillions. Yeah. I you know? know? I know. Whatever happened to billions? Oh, we passed. They're gone. We billions passed those. are gone. We passed that long trillions. time Trillions. The debt is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. And somebody's going to have to pay for it. And it ain't going to be me. 
Because I'm going to be dead. I was going to say, are, are you checking out? But, but good you know what, then? Quit with the Diet Coke, because if you keep drinking the Diet I Coke, know, you might reach Sid's age. Yeah, that's right. So, anyhow, the future of sports. But college football is... Uh, you think college football's decision will have any impact on the NFL? Hell no. Oh, Let's no, go. no, no. Ball. They're going forward. Play ball. They're going forward. That's the right. NFL... The NFL is prepared. Is prepared if somebody dies to give them a moment of silence, yes, and then we're kicking it off. Go, right? That's and, that's the NFL. Uh, it is fun to when a player opts out, and you see a little story on Twitter that this guy opted out, and most of the responses are the guy's a big wussy. Yes, you know yes. why isn't he out there? Why isn't Michael Pierce, who's ungodly large, with Asthma. With asthma. Terrible asthma. Why? Which is, of course, then this thing's respiratory, kills you respiratory. Yes. And he's way too big for a man like that. Uh, why isn't he out there fighting for the glory of the Vikings? Damn him. Exactly right. You know? Exactly right. Because nobody his age dies. That's <laughs> no. my favorite. Yes. Here's a graph. Yes. Might be miserably sick for two months. And have long-term... Oh, yeah. His career might be done, (laughs) but it will have ended serving the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, damn him. So, it's it's unbelievable that uh, what... Here's my question. The uncertainties of where we're going to be when this thing is all over. I got a question for you. Unbelievable. What what do you think... So, so let's say the Big Ten cancels ACC. What do you think the SEC is going to do? What's the South going to do? They're going to have their own. The ACC and the Big Twelve will have a championship game. I think the yeah, you know, the Big Twelve, though Missouri and places like that probably won't play. It might just be the uh, but the SEC is going to be the last one. SEC will play and invite Oklahoma and Texas to join them or something. You know, I think few, you might be right. A few other teams like that and have a have a little two pods or something. I don't know. I think you might be exactly. But right. how's LSU going to play? That state has been absolutely decimated. Right, but Texas has been decimated. But they're as close to pro football as you could possibly get. Oh, sure. And yeah. so, so you're not wrong, but I could still see them trying to go. I got news for Ed, by the way. Ed might not want to be out there running around. Ed's a Ed's a big stout guy with a family history of uh, daddy's, you know, daddy dropping dead when he was young and. Uh, you know, Ed doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's going to take all of that very much into account when, when he goes ahead and coaches. Yeah, well, that's that's probably true, but uh, I, I, you know, but the SEC is. Can you imagine if you decide to not play that? Uh, you know, if the, the if you're a star player down there and decide not to play, well, oh, you get, you'll yeah. never get a job in this town. No, no, that. the Sid thing would really happen. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. It never work. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, I'm sure the uh, Gopher fans are in, uh, uh, upset because they, they should have been good, right? Yeah. And they, they were having Especially less. Especially if Bateman hadn't, They know, were Bateman having played. less people bail, probably, too. And according to PJ, as far as he knows. Have we seen official numbers yet? He, no. As far as he knows. As far as he knows, yep. there have been no cases. Have you kept up and your Twitter course, campaign to course, ask them to reveal the figures at the University of Minnesota? There have been. No, no. I said, have you kept no, up I've your Twitter up campaign? I've given up on that because now it's, uh, you know, he said there's none. 
as far as he knows. <laughs> yeah. well, there was mean. none. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, the one thing is when P.J. opens his mouth, you know, only the truth's coming out. So that's good. I hope he's correct. I hope he's right. You yeah. Know. But there's, uh, you know, not going to be a season. And, and the big thing will become the power teams of next spring, if there's a spring, will be the ones who convince their players to stick around and play, right? Yes. You know, so who knows? But are good players going gonna... to? I think the guy at Iowa might be in trouble. Oh, Kirk Ferentz? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how is he still there? I don't know. All of the stuff that's know. come out, I'm amazed at that that, that last too. report, they didn't fire him after that. Yeah, I am too. And he's I been am. there forever. Yeah, and his, and his, and his son remained too, and his son his was a son's a piece of work. It's a little hard to claim that you don't know what was going on when Wom's your son, right? And since, <laughs> since when is that a viable excuse? Yeah, yeah. Well, since when is, oh, I didn't know. It's not a viable excuse. It's a... It's it's a condemnation of you. Right, but ordinarily and I've you always fired. liked the guy. But uh I but yeah, you can I mean that's like that's like uh Rick Patino saying he didn't know they were running hookers in that in that dorm that was you could see out his office window. You know? <laughs> that dorm guy. was named after Patino's brother in law who died in nine <laughs> yes, eleven, okay? And by the way, when in doubt Always throw the brother-in-law oh, yeah. out there again. Well, the nine eleven thing was a yes. staple. What a uh, what a boost for his career though. He's uh, at back at Iona, right? Mm-hmm. Did he coach at Iona? Northeastern was he was Northeastern. Was Northeastern. But I think he started there. Did he go? Oh, to, did he? Did he go to Iona remember. or some damn? I thing? don't know. By the way, did you? I, I threw this in in uh, in Sunday's little thing. I write. Uh, so I call Caruso. I did, I want to get two quotes from Caruso the other day. You know, Caruso's Mr. You know, I can call him anytime. We're text each other. Same time as coach, right? Yeah. And he said, you gotta, you gotta call Gene and try to go through Gene. He said, we, we've all been, all the coaches have been told not to talk, not to, not to do spontaneous interviews. Because they're division one now or what? Uh, I suppose. I think they're trying to tie it to COVID or something, but they're division one now. And I put on there, I said, uh, the memo to, or note to Phil Eston, Ohio State ain't coming into Happy Valley here. You're bringing in Marist. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. You know, but they uh, they apparently are taking this seriously. that Because uh, these guys have been the most cooperative guys ever, he and Tower. And right. apparently they've all been ordered not to speak unless it's a prearranged gopher-style interview. So. Which probably, which probably means the SID person's going to try and listen in on what you're talking now, about. Gene, or? Gene is, God, yeah. Gene is, you know, if you're going to do that, you need some help. He's basically been a one-man in, in yeah, operation yeah. with a couple of interns, you know. So, but it's uh, it, it, it does, uh, I find it rather comical that all of a sudden they've, hey, we're Division One now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're, you're in the Pioneer League. You're bringing, you know what's next, Patrick? You're, you're playing Presbyterian. You know what's next? You can talk to him on Zoom, on a Zoom conference. <laughs> well, the Zoom is uh, the Zoom is going to be uh, the Zoom is going to outlive the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the pre-game. NFL people are going to love the Zoom. Well, Rocco's pregame, Rocco's pregames in the future after this. Which you got Instead on last week? Is that what I heard? That you did? You tell me you got on? I got I on, but I, I could not. Uh, I got I got on, but I could only hear. I could not. I didn't know how to ask him a question. Apparently there's go to some, that sound thing and 
I didn't see I it. I screwed it up. I didn't before. see it on my my screen. However, where, where I could just press the button. Yeah. I didn't see what. But I you did actually it. watch the Zoom. Call. I did watch it. That was boring as always. Rocco very forthcoming. Yes. But I'm we glad to, to talk hear, about injuries. I'm glad to hear he took a shot at Eddie. So that he definitely that said we should, we didn't throw to the right base. Good, which is very rare for Rocco. Mm-hmm. Rocco very he he did also fully defend not uh, guarding the line uh, in the ninth inning. Yeah, the oh, Thursday that lost him the ball game in Pittsburgh, and we we don't do that in the analytical age. So uh, explain that to me, though. I don't know. In 1880, some guy said. You know what? I think we should guard the line in this situation, not let the winning run get to third base. Yeah. And, uh, or a tying run. And, uh, that lasted until about 2018. It lasted for about 138 years, but she's gone now. And Rocco said, bleep that. Well, uh, not Rocco, the people. Well, here's what I don't understand, though. uh, The people giving him the analytics. uh, That is still, though, to guard the line or not guard the line is still a scouting report of some sort. Now, it doesn't come like it used to. Yeah, but it's a right-handed hitter. It was a right-handed hitter. Yep. Uh, you know, if it's a lefty. Right. No, okay, I'm with you Don't on guard this. the line. But if it's a right-handed hitter. I'm with you. You know, guard the line. But, but my point is, why wouldn't you override the scouting report to say it's more important to prevent the double? Oh, no, it's not the scouting report. It's a, it's a philosophy for them. I know, but it, it still comes from the same place. It's just yeah, a different analytic, era of people. The analytic the information they give them are, is that playing on the line is counterproductive. Well, but it, Right, but, but in that situation. But when it occurs, when, they, when your analytics are wrong, you lose the ballgame. That's the point. That's right. And then, then you got to play. Then you got to play the infield up and a little chopper. And right. And so, so sometimes, and it might be once in one hundred times, you look at at what you're told you should do, and you say, "Screw it, we're going to do this because it makes more sense." That's my point. Yeah, I think you should do it more than that. But well, I think you should guard the line against a right-handed hitter. You know, I don't think it's too much to ask. What the hell? All right. Final uh, thoughts uh, before we wrap it up here. Uh, just, uh, I'm glad that the Minnesota teams have removed the anxiety. They're back. You know, we have moved our fans. We get anxious when there's an opportunity for success, right? We, I mean, we get, oh, oh, oh. yes. You know, well, in one week, they cured all your anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. You can just go on with your lives and hope you, uh, Hope nobody you know catches the COVID or, you know, any, even you don't know. But you don't have to be anxious about Minnesota sports teams anymore. We stinks. <laughs> we are back. All right. Yes. Thank you, sir. Talk hockey, by the way, yes. let me say about hockey. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did think they proved their versatility. I said this on Twitter. Yeah. They could lose being pathetic on offense, and then they could turn right around and lose being pathetic on defense. So it's versatile. They've got to, it all covered, Pat. Yeah. Okay. All Do right. we still love Dean? Um, that depends. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. He knows you once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down in the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.